Galnet News Digest Review of the Year 3304. We recall the news so you don't have to. Part 4. Zachary Rackham, The Collective and The Robber Brick. Dove Enigma. On the 12th of January, the Dove Enigma expedition sets out from Jackson's Lighthouse to travel to the newly commissioned Dove Enigma research vessel in Colonia. The vessel is named in honour of Commander Dove Enigma 13, whose wish it is to see Colonia before the end of his life. While the expedition's en route, they learn that the new megaship has been UA-bombed, something that shuts down many of the facilities on the ship. There's widespread condemnation of the terrorists who committed this act of vandalism, and a huge repair effort swings into action. Within days, many thousands of tons of meta-alloys have been shipped to the station, and it's restored to full working order in time for the expedition's arrival. The Sim Archive In February, eco-mystic sim guru Pranav Antal requests assistance to upgrade and extend his so-called sim archive. This is Utopia's vast repository of the wisdom and knowledge of the generations of humans that have come before. Far more than a library, the sim archive seeks to digitise human consciousness itself, allowing us to transcend our physical selves. Pranav Antal pops up again in April this time requesting military assistance to guard his electronic repository of human consciousness, the SIM Archive, from Thargoid attack. He seems quite pleased with the idea that even if humanity is entirely wiped out, the SIM Archive will preserve the disembodied soul of what we used to be. Winking Cats, Part 1 In early June, cyber artwork, Uscape, is stolen from the City Garden Gallery on Turner's World in Alioth. Authorities are at a loss to explain how the thieves could have breached the comprehensive security surrounding the sentient artwork, which is capable of adapting to the viewer's personal taste. The thieves leave a calling card, a spray-painted graphic of a winking cat. Also in June, billionaire Zachary Rackham, believed to be ex-pirate Calico Zack, makes a massive capital investment, funding the creation of shipyards in all surface bases in the region, allowing commanders to base themselves at these ports. Critics suggest that this is some kind of tax dodge by Rackham. Missiles, camels and bodice rippers. In July, an armed nuclear weapon is found on the seabed of Old Earth. It's believed to be a relic from World War III, which took place between 2044 and 2055. But due to the poor condition of the 1,000-year-old missile, it's unclear whether it had been launched from the United States or had been shot down by the US defensive laser grid. The United States was the only nation to emerge unscathed from World War III, and formed the core of what we now know as the Federation. A remake is announced of the classic children's animation and dromedaries, which features spacefaring camels from another galaxy. 
the remake will apparently be a blood-soaked journey of psychological discovery showcasing the trials and pressures of intergalactic travel. Famous author of historical romances, Olaf Redcourt, begins a promotional tour for the latest book in his Corsair King series. The hollow novel will allow the reader to adjust all key aspects of the story to their personal preference, with narrative structure, vocabulary, characterization, and plotline all up for grabs. Mr. Redcourt appears somewhat less than impressed by his new role as an interstellar pinball on his two-month book tour. The Federal Lottery At the end of July, an appeal is launched to find the winner of the Federal Grand Lottery. It's predicted that the holder of the winning ticket will be a billionaire. At the beginning of August, it transpires that the winner of the Federal Grand Lottery is indeed a billionaire, namely the owner of Rackham Capital Investments, billionaire Zachary Rackham, the man who funded the creation of shipyards in Colonia. Critics suggest that this was some kind of money laundering by ex-pirate Rackham. Books, Runaway Robots and Two New Devices As August progresses, author Olaf Redcourt sensationally abandons his book tour, denouncing his previous output as garbage and proclaiming his wish to start again as a science fiction author. His agent says she hopes the new career as an author in a niche market is enough to pay for the breach of contract with Bonespire Publication. Later in the year, Redcourt goes into hiding after receiving death threats from distraught fans of the Corsair King books. A MacArthur mining robot comes to life while being loaded onto a shuttle on Homeland in Beta Hydri, crawls across the landing area and then burrows into the ground, raising concerns that it has gained sentience. It takes nearly a week to locate and deactivate the robot, which is happily mining ores in the Blue Peak Mountains, several hundred kilometres from the landing field where it escaped. MacArthur Mining are quick to explain that the robot is not sentient, but had accidentally been activated and was obeying a preset program to mine the nearest mineral seam. No harm is caused by the incident. Two new rival human-machine interfaces are announced. The Supratech Torque will be a ring-shaped device worn on wrist or neck and will project a holographic user interface around the user, augmenting reality with a detailed and comprehensive wraparound display. The rival Herculean DuraDrive will be a rubberized brick with a display on one side. Both devices will be revealed at the Zachary Rackham Ultratech Expo in October. Winking Cats Part 2 In September, the Winking Cat art thieves strike again, stealing the artwork New Dawn Collective from the Imperial Museum of Culture in Iotienses. The thousand-year-old sculpture is of great historical significance, celebrating the decision of the settlers in that system to join the Empire. Police once again have no leads, except for the spray-painted Winking Cat. The Alliance Presidential Election 
Towards the end of September, Alliance President Gibson Kincaid confirms that he'll stand for re-election. While the role is currently ceremonial, with the Prime Minister wielding most of the power, Kincaid plans to rewrite the Constitution to give the President executive powers in a six-year term of office. His plan is to lead the Alliance to become as powerful and decisive as the Federation and Empire. Other candidates are entrepreneur Fazia Silva, who will seek to improve the Alliance's trading position, and safe pair of hands Elijah Beck, representing the status quo. The election will be held in October. Before the election happens in October, Fazia Silva, the pro-business candidate in the Alliance presidential race, is found murdered in her rooms at Hume Orbital, with traces of poison in her bloodstream, which are later confirmed to be nerve toxin. Circumvention of sophisticated security leads the Alliance Interpol to believe that this was the work of professional assassins, but with no leads to follow, they leave the case unsolved. Gibson Kincaid, who declares the murder an assault on democracy, goes on to win the election. However, the Alliance Assembly declines to grant Kincaid the sweeping executive powers he demanded. Instead, they set up the apolitical Office of the Alliance President, in charge of ambassadorial and diplomatic functions. One of Kincaid's first actions is to stage-manage the appointment of Admiral Frederick Yamamoto to the Alliance Council of Admirals, replacing the disgraced Riri McAllister. Duradrive bounces back. Despite a devastating fire at Supratech and a scandal linking Herculean to organised crime, both the Torque and the Duradrive are premiered as planned at the Rackham Ultratech Expo. Technical issues plague the advanced Torque design, and it's the robust Duradrive that wins funding from Rackham Capital Investments, after its owner, Zachary Rackham, is unable to damage the prototype Duradrive by jumping up and down on it. The Duradrive enters production a week later and becomes widely adopted by the Federal Navy. Zachary Rackham, the successful businessman, philanthropist, tax dodger, pirate and lottery winner, is targeted by a sophisticated hack that withdraws one billion credits from his personal bank account and distributes the money to several hundred of Rackham's former employees, who'd been denied a pension by the stingy old skinflint. The perpetrators are revealed to be a secretive anarchist hacktivist organisation known as The Collective, an organisation that believes all information should be in the public domain, except, of course, information about themselves. Critics of Rackham rejoice in the irony of ex-pirate Rackham having his lottery winnings stolen by cyber pirates. And that was part four of this year's Galnet News. Galnet News, we recall the news so you don't have to.